You're listening to the Digital Barbell Podcast. Our mission is to provide you with a clear path to health and fitness through education, coaching, and accountability. We are your hosts, Jonathan and Blakely Fletcher, and we are here to serve you. If you like what we're doing, please subscribe to this podcast and leave us a five-star review so that we can reach more people. You can find us daily on Instagram and Facebook at Digital Barbell. Now, let's get to today's topic. All right, guys, welcome to another episode of the Digital Barbell Podcast. This is episode number 41. Number 41 is a highly underrated song by by the Dave Matthews Band. You'll see why I say that here in a minute. But it is a great song, and for those of you who don't know, I slash we used to be obsessed with the Dave Matthews Band. We traveled around all over the place listening to their concerts. I recorded their concerts, spent hours and hours downloading the concerts and had hundreds of <laughs> CDs. We got lucky enough to sit in the front row at several of their... Yeah, in the pit. Down that, in the that was, pit. That was pretty exciting. Yeah. So uh, there you go. Now you know a little something else (laughs) about us. In other news, we're not officially registered for the CrossFit Open this year, but we've been doing the workouts here at home. There's one more to go that they're going to release this coming Thursday. So far, I'm winning. I don't know why. Surprise, surprise. Is that that a fact? It's a fact. So we both did. You definitely... No, I wait. I beat you on well, the first workout. The number one, we can't. Yeah, I got confused. I, yeah, tech- There's only been two workouts so far. Technically, you won on number one. I got confused on the reps, so yeah. my official score was less than yours. So okay. sure, so what, sure, what, we'll what, give you that one. So when somebody's score is less than somebody else's, what does that mean? I did work after my score ended, which probably equaled two or more than your work. But since I got confused at my reps, my official score would have ended at that twelfth handstand. And that would that have been more than me? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Because I had this guy who was judging me and he, and I went and I thought it was 12 handstand walks and it was 15. And so he just let me go on to my doubles after I finished 12. So he was just, you know, wrapped up in your beauty and the curse words that were coming out of and your mouth. And then let's just talk about number two. All right. I performed it on like it's a, I did it on Friday. He just did this yesterday on Monday. Yeah. Six seconds faster me. I, did, I went six seconds faster. Yeah, your um, the notepad where you wrote your time is out in the in the gym, and <laughs> there's some discrepancy. My, I texted my friend and I said, and I looked at the time, and it was six seconds faster than yours. Yeah. As soon as I was done, I was like, I just I'm dying here. So after we record this, we're gonna run over to the gym <clears throat> and verify mm-hmm. if that's the case or not. But anyway, there's one more to go. Yeah. Um, all I'm the workouts this year are being done with one dumbbell, which is pretty cool. You don't know what they're gonna announce. That's true. It might be. You don't know Dave Castro. It might be run a marathon, and then neither one of us will finish. <laughs> <laughs> but um, let's get to today's podcast episode. Don't, right. ha- don't have a sponsor for you this w- this week. Been Thank way goodness. too way too busy. <laughs> well, let me, let me throw one more announcement out there because yeah. not everybody listens to every episode. Uh, last week was the first week with our new employees. Yes. We've got Haley jumping on as a nutrition coach and we've got Christina helping with tons of other things Mm -hmm. behind the scene. Everything from moving content from Instagram to our blogs, reaching out to clients, 
helping us just kind of stay organized and on top yes, of everything. It's been really great. Yeah, she's killing it. But <clears throat> it's just been really good having them on. Just I'm really excited about the future of the company. One more announcement. What? We got to go meet our godson this weekend. Yeah. He was just born. He was four days old when we got to see him. He was really and cute. hang out with our niece. Yeah. So that was really fun. He was cute. <laughs> he was so tiny. <laughs> I mean, they don't really do anything wrong at four days old. <laughs> They're pretty easy. Pretty they just easy. Lay there, go to the bathroom. So tiny. Feed them every once in a mm-hmm. while. So uh, this week's episode is something a little different. I've seen some other people doing this on podcasts, and we did it on one of ours with a guest that we had on uh, a month or so ago. We're going to go through some different topics. Some of these, are, some of these are ones that we came up with on our <clears> own, and some of them were submitted by clients or Instagram peeps and we're going to give our opinion on whether these things are either underrated or (laughs) overrated so there's some subjectivity in these ratings but basically you're going to hear what our opinion on these things are by the time we get through them all all right so i will start out and uh the first one is is this underrated or overrated running for exercise Hmm. You want to take this one first? You, you want can me go to? ahead. You go first on this one. I hadn't really gave it a lot of thought, actually. I should have done that before I um, before I did. But I would say overall, this is completely overrated as far as for exercise. I think a lot of the reason people jump to running is because there's such a low barrier. You just put your shoes on, you go outside, mm-hmm. hit the streets. But people don't really know how much to start with. They don't know how long they should do it, how often they should do it. And typically people will start out too aggressive and they'll fall off either because they thought they had to do it too much mm-hmm. or they just feel beat up from running on pavement in the wrong kind of shoes. Whereas if they had started with something a little more conservative or even a mixture of some cardio, whether it's running or not, and some resistance yeah. training, they would um, stick with it longer, get better results. So it's overrated, I would say. I, I agree with the overrated. And I think that's the key is the mixture. I think a lot of people think that like, you know, even if you're doing, um, strength training, and even if you're doing CrossFit style workouts, there still needs to be this like, Oh, I need to go out and like sweat in the streets for another hour Mm -hmm. and get some miles under my feet. When, if you're really doing some adequate training, then you don't need to be doing that. Yeah. So the answer isn't usually to run more. Right. Yeah. All right. We're going to try to keep these short because we've got quite a few of them and, um, yeah, you know, we ramble. I don't really understand this next one. So you go, you go for this canceling. Yeah. So is it underrated or overrated to eliminate genetically modified organism foods from your diet? All right. This is completely overrated. This is like worrying about tip of the iceberg stuff when you probably haven't mastered extreme consistency in the basics. Um, the difference in your health is probably not whether you're eating a GMO peanut or bell pepper. It's more like, are you eating about the right number of calories per day? Are you getting enough protein? Are you exercising enough? Are you drinking enough water? Are you sleeping enough? Mm -hmm. Those are the things that are going to move the needle more than whether or not you've been GMO'd. Mm -hmm. I completely agree. Yeah. Concentrating on the bigger picture items first, whenever we are getting, whenever we're perfect and we're eating the right amounts of food and the right quantities and you know, we're getting enough sleep and we're getting enough water and all those things are dialed in. Then we can start really dialing in like more specifics, but not until then. Like I've, there's no specific client that, that said anything like this, but I'm thinking about somebody who's worried about whether they're eating 
genetically modified food, but they drink alcohol. It's like alcohol is known <laughs> to mm -hmm. be a toxin. Like your body has to kick in procedures to clear the alcohol out of your system before it resumes normal activity. And you're mm -hmm. worried about like whether or not your, your vegetables have been crossbred or, you know, modified in a certain and, way. And so. in the same tone is like, is like, you know, at the grocery store being super concerned with these things, with organic, with all, all, you know, everything in that category. And then stopping three, three times a week at a fast food restaurant. Yeah. Like, yeah. like I'm, <clears throat> I'm eating a frosty and eating GM, not GMO well, free apples. <laughs> <laughs> I mean like worrying about it at the grocery store, but not worrying about it. You yeah. don't think about it when you're stopping <laughs> right. at Taco Bell. You don't know where that stuff came from. Yeah, that, so that's yeah. a great point. Excuse me. Is this square <laughs> hamburger non GMO? <laughs> All right, go on. <laughs> Am I reading this next one? You read all of them. I'm reading all of them. Okay. So overrated or underrated Trader Joe's. Ooh. What do you think? I think it's very underrated. Yep. For sure. Am I doing this right? Underrated. Yeah. Because I like it. Yeah. You're <laughs> <Okay>. doing it right. <laughs> the first underrated, I'll wait till, overrated the, I'll wait till the end to tell you if you did it right. All right. I like Trader Joe's. Not, what do you like about Trader not Joe's? Not because likely? of the, you know, specialty items they have there, not because of it's, it's a very cute looking store. Not, not, not because of all that. It's because it's like, I would consider it a business of excellence. These people care about you. They care about your groceries, or at least they act like it. Like you get such a good cashier experience at Trader Joe's. They talk to you. They talk about what you're buying. They care about the, how they're bagging your groceries. It's such a different experience than the bigger supermarkets where they're throwing your stuff down a conveyor belt and they're just rambling to each other and they're throwing your stuff in a bag as quick as they can. And that's what I love about Trader Joe's is they care at the, at the checkout. Yeah. I think I was listening to a podcast one time. It was maybe like how it's <clears throat> not how it's made, but anyway, yeah. they were talking about the history of Trader Joe's and I think that they were going over their hiring practice and they definitely hire based on personality. They mm -hmm. want people who are inquisitive that have the, um, whatever the Enneagram type is for caring about people and wanting to know about their day, that kind of stuff yeah. versus how good are they at the actual job? Right. Cause that's a trainable thing. Oh, you yeah, can't train sure. somebody's personality. Yeah. And maybe people don't want to be talked to at the cash register, but it really is such, I think such a great experience with how they treat your groceries. And really that's what matters to me is yeah. that you don't come home with a bag of mush of you know, everything's on top of each other. It gives me a good chance to use like my bad jokes too. And oh gosh. How was your day today? Please don't. <laughs> or the only question I don't like getting is what are you guys doing today? I'm like, well, I'm grocery shopping at two o'clock in the afternoon. What? <laughs> are they like, after what are you doing this, after this? I'm climbing Everest after this. <laughs> it always makes me feel super lame that yeah. I don't, I mean, I'm just Back work to work. Uh, yeah. We're working and grocery shopping. That's what we're doing. <laughs> When we were in Boise, we would, you know, maybe we had hiked somewhere that day also or gone skiing. <laughs> yeah, but... no, we didn't. <laughs> but let's not discount the fact that the food at Trader Joe's is killer. Also, they have some cool foods and the prices well, the are price. really good I would, too. Yeah, the price for sure beats, um, I think, the like even like the HEBs and the Albertsons and stuff. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're, I'm, I'm ready to get back to a Trader Joe's. We just moved here and we got to go into Austin to get to one. Yeah. But we need to, we need to like make a day in our schedule where we're hitting up the Trader Joe's yeah. once a week. Hey, Christina, if you're listening to this, can you schedule in <laughs> a Trader Joe's run? That's going to be a little longer than it used to be in Boise. Yeah. Okay. Moving you, wait, on. You didn't answer. Oh, it's completely underrated for okay. sure. Yeah. I think people like 
they want to be anti-Trader Joe's, but they've never actually been. It's like, <laughs> they're just anti-hipster. All right, moving on. We have overrated or underrated <clears throat> noble brand clothing Woo! and shoes. There we go. Underrated. <laughs> I, I put this one in just for Blakely. <laughs> underrated. Why do you like noble so I much? I hope that their prices don't go overrated, but... <laughs> I like the quality of their product. I think we talked about this before. Like you had a shoe fall apart. Like the, oh, yeah, we the did. like the owner of the company, like emailed you back. Yeah. This was back in the start and like, was like, all right, send them in. And then, you know, they didn't even make you send the other ones back. They just sent you a new pair. I, I think they just make a great product. I don't think I've ever gotten anything that I don't like. They just started making socks and those socks are incredible. I've really been on a hunt for some socks that don't slip down in my shoes. And these are the ones I have one pair and honestly I'll wear them. Like I <laughs> keep them in the They'll gym. I'll in wear them. them like four times in a row before I wash them. Cause Gross. I don't want to be without them. <laughs> don't, don't admit that. I just realized I'm wearing a noble t-shirt and noble shorts also. Cause they're comfortable. Yeah. If we release the video version of this, <laughs> you'll see it. Um, I guess I'll say they are, I'll say the clothing is underrated and the shoes are over, are overrated. Oh, I don't like the shoes that much. Honestly, I've had a lot you of have pairs. really flat feet. I don't know if that's it or what, mm -hmm. but, um, I've had a couple pair of their running shoes. I felt like they didn't last very long. And that's just kind of like the style of these new shoes that are coming out with the uppers are super fabric -y mm -hmm. and soft. And I guess they're supposed to look good, but they didn't last. And the training shoes just don't fit my feet very well. And I don't mm -hmm. think they look good with short socks. And I like to have my shoes look good. Yeah, with. I, I wear mean, long socks a lot too, but. You know, I'll, I'll agree that the, so the, they're, the, the plain colored shoes don't look that great on your feet. You have a pretty large shoe size. And well, it, I wear a, a 15. <laughs> no, and it does look a little bit. Boatish. <laughs> weird. So maybe you, you should stick with some shoes with a little, you know, like. A Nike or something that has yeah. more um, more stuff going on on the uppers. Yeah, that's why lately I've been wearing these bright yellow shoes, oh, so I don't draw so much attention. <laughs> Just this weekend, I was like, can you order your, yourself some new shoes? I can't take looking at these yellow shoes anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I think you bought these for me. Mm. Anyway. All right, so that's, what I, that's how I feel about All that. Right. Okay, overrated or underrated? Overhead squats. If anybody doesn't know what an overhead squat is, you take a barbell <clears throat> with a wide grip, you hoist it up over your head and you squat with your hips below your knees, just like a back squat. But the bar mm -hmm. supposedly remains over the middle of your foot. Supposedly it does. It better yeah. you're going to fall over and you squat down with it over your head. So I don't put these in our training because we have people that use both barbells and dumbbells. And you, while you can do this with a dumbbell, you would be like a single arm. You're not getting... <clears throat> the full effect of the movement if you don't have a barbell. So that's why I don't, I don't put it in, but I do think that it is a, um, underrated. Under, an underrated movement really? because of the exposure that it shows you on your form. You have to have your squat form dialed in. You have to have your core tight and you have to have a certain amount of flexibility to enable to perform this movement correctly. And it, and if you have anything going wrong, it exposes all of this. So it's really, I mean, you, you can do this with a PVC or a broom pipe, broom, broomstick over your head in that and if you have any balance issues or flexibility issues, that will be exposed even with something with no weight. Yeah. So I think it's a great movement. I wish I could program it more because, but I just don't have anything 
you know, a substitute if you mm -hmm. don't have a barbell, that's really good. Yeah, this is probably a move that's more difficult to coach somebody <clears throat> yeah. over online versus in person. And that's, that's the other part is like we did them a ton in my gym, but if I can't see you, I would, I would want to see you before you perform this with any yeah. kind of weight. So I agree with all those things that you said, but mm -hmm. for those reasons, I'm going to say it's an overrated exercise. Why, Be sir? Because it's more of like a screening tool. Like you said, it mm. exposes shoulder flexibility issues, thoracic spine flexibility issues, poor squat form. Um, but that's really, I mean, unless you're an mm. Olympic athlete who All is right. doing snatches and needs to be able to stand up from a heavy, you know, heavy overhead squat position, I don't think it has uh, a lot of benefit from a training side. So I would say it's an overrated exercise and use it as like a screening tool only. I don't think it's a screening tool. I'm going to have to disagree with you. I'm going to put this on the, the sickness, wellness, fitness chart made by CrossFit to put this movement on there. And so say like you, Jonathan, are at the point where you can overhead squat 135 pounds. You, you have gotten yourself pretty far into that fitness category and you can do this for reps and you can do this, you know, under fatigue in a workout. So if you start to like lose some ability, something happens and you fall back, you're look how, look how fit you are. If you, if you are, if you have the abilities to overhead squat 135 pounds, if we're struggling to do an air squat, where are we on that chart? That's, that's kind I of where you. I compare I, it. I, I get okay. where you're coming from. Agree to disagree. <laughs> What? I didn't convince you? <laughs> nope. <laughs> it takes a lot more than that to convince me. <laughs> but those are good points. All right. We'll come back to that one. <laughs> she didn't like that answer. I didn't. All right. I underrated or overrated? Direct ab training. So this Direct is like doing exercises in your training. You know, training, yeah. training meaning like mm -hmm. you're trying to get better at it. Just directly on your abs. Well, I think there's, I think there's, I think this is a two-sided one to me. Okay. Like both sides, because I think that sometimes people overly think that they have to overly train their abs. Like I have to be doing abs every day to train my abs. Mm -hmm. If, if they're, if they're also doing like, you know, say they're doing the body program. Like if they want to do abs on more abs on yeah, top more of that. Abs on top of that. Like or, I did your workout and then did the thousand sit-ups. <laughs> yeah. So I think, I think there's like a certain person that thinks that they have to be training their abs every day when a lot of the things that we do like the overhead squat like other things train your abs but i also think that just saying like oh i'm overhead squatting or i'm 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 i'm, I'm strength training i'm doing crossfit i'm doing whatever i don't really need to do ab training i think that that is a false also i think you need to add some ab training in there so is it, is it overrated or underrated direct ab training Direct ab training. You want to think know. about it while I answer? Well, that's what I said. It's kind of too <laughs> I think you should do it. I think you should do it, but I don't think you have to do it every day. Okay. So I guess I'm not sure which one to pick. You're on the fence on that one. I'm going to definitely say it is underrated. Underrated. Yeah. But that also, I'm skewed because like, I come from the background of where we've come from. I mean, I'm not going to go into Florida? our entire background. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like the, we, you know, in the circles that we travel in, like both like the strength training circle and the CrossFit circle, we don't really travel in or hang out in bodybuilding circles. You hear a lot, like you don't need to train your abs. If you're mm. squatting heavy, if you're yeah, deadlifting what... heavy, you're engaging your abs. You don't need to do anything else False. for your abs. And for that reason, I say that's, that makes it 
underrated and that you can get benefit from mm-hmm. directly training your abs also, especially if you have aesthetic goals and want to eventually yeah. see your abs as your body fat goes down. Your abs are just like any other muscle. If you train them progressively harder, you mm-hmm. know, do exercises that make your abs grow a little bit, you will be able to see them sooner at higher body fat levels than if you didn't train them at all and you just relied on your squats, deadlifts, and presses to strengthen your abs. So for that reason, I think you should do direct ab training, both to increase the strength of your abs, but also for the visual effects that you can eventually get of seeing them as you get leaner and leaner. The stronger your abs are not anything to do with being able to see them, but the stronger your abs are, the more protected you're going to be, the the more more like you're going to have the ability to like support yourself Mm -hmm. in a load. Yeah. Have you ever seen Rich Froning's abs? <laughs> it's have. widely known that he does like a thousand GHD setups yeah. a week or something, you know, something crazy like that. Yeah. So, I mean, if it's just, if, if that saying, like you said, oh, if you're strength training, if you're doing CrossFit, you don't need to train your abs. That's false because I think all those people who are high level for right. sure are training their abs. Yeah. Like you don't addition. need to train your abs and then they're training them like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> if y'all hear in the background, this oh, noise, gosh, yeah, we're sorry. they we got all kinds of work going on over here at the estate. <laughs> it hasn't <laughs> stopped cutting since siding we and they're here. painting and digging holes and yeah. who knows what. But oh anyway, we're in our uh, hashtag studio, but we don't have that much control over the outside noise. So no. sorry if you hear that. Okay, moving on. Ooh. Overrated or underrated pre-workout? These are drinks. Yeah. What's a pre-workout? Pre-workout. Drink? I mean, they can they can be different. They can have a pre-workout drink can have different uses. Some can be like a caffeine drink to give you energy before your workout. Some can have like stuff like creatine and beta alanine in them. Um, I, I'm sure some of them are like to give you a, a carbs, mm-hmm. a, a big, a giant burst of carbs before you work out. Some of them probably have some protein in them. Mm-hmm. Um, There's a wide variety. There is a wide variety. So I would say like if you're like thinking about pre-workouts, then like think about what you want out of your pre-workout. But I like a pre-workout. I like a caffeine pre-workout. So you would say they I, are over, un, underrated. <laughs> underrated. <laughs> oh, let me make you a cheat sheet. Underrated. <laughs> All right, underrated. Because I do. I okay. So because I like I like to have the caffeine one. But I also think, for me personally, there's something like on the mental side of taking a pre-workout because I'll start to drink my pre-workout. And I think I could drink a placebo without caffeine. And if I had that flavor, I would feel ready to work out. I think it would be hard to like, cause we're sitting here, you know, we're working at the desk and I'm like, I'll look over at Jonathan and be like, I'm drinking my pre-workout. <laughs> it's almost go time. <laughs> get ready. 30 minutes. We're going, you know, and, and I, you know, I'm starting to get energized. I, of course it does have some caffeine in it, but I think even if I had something with just that flavor, I would feel ready. It would be hard to just get up from the desk, walk out to the gym and be like, let's go. You know, <laughs> like it gives me that like Flips mental cue that I'm about to work out. Yeah. I like that. I would agree. I, I think it's underrated. Um, yeah, I like it for the caffeine mm-hmm. effect also. And I, I mean, it doesn't matter what you choose. Like something in the 150 milligrams of caffeine is definitely enough to get you going. That's like a strong cup of coffee or an energy drink. Most pre-workouts have about that much caffeine in them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I guess at the same point, I don't like, I don't like drink mine completely before we work out. I drink mine throughout the workout. So I'm not getting like a heavy dose of caffeine right before I work out. Maybe I'm using it wrong, but I just sip <laughs> on it and I'll be still drinking it probably by the time I'm finished working out. Like yeah. just have a little it's bit your left. pre slash intro workout. <laughs> what do you use? 
Um, well, right now I've been drinking monsters as my pre-workout. Oh, That's 150 gosh. milligrams of caffeine. It's basically like drinking a Coca-Cola. It is not like anything like drinking a Coca-Cola. It's not. I mean, you can go read the ingredient list if you want, but a Coca, first of all, if a Coke has a minuscule amount of caffeine yeah. compared to a pre-workout or an energy drink. Um, I just like the way they taste and it, it's a small percent. <laughs> I like the way ice cream tastes, but I don't use that as a pre-workout. <laughs> <laughs> it's a small percentage of my daily calories. And, um, I don't tell our clients that they shouldn't drink energy drinks. Now, I mean, if you're, if you're crushing three or four of these things a day and it's a substantial amount of your calories or it's making you over consume calories mm-hmm. or caffeine in general and your, and your nutrition stinks outside of the, pre, the energy drinks, then we need to talk about that, but I wouldn't consider those a pre-workout. Well, then you don't have to drink them. <laughs> Save them for me. I don't drink them. Never had one. Yeah, I would hate to see you <laughs> on, a, on a monster. How many? What's the caffeine? One fifty, same as same as what I'm drinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But there's Just, a like you said, there's a mental thing to it also. Plus, I've been drinking them on and off for years. Your body's used to the chemicals. Yeah, no. I thrive on the chemicals. <laughs> so All right. Wrong. Overall, I would say. Um, you ain't tried a pre-workout, give it a try. Buckle up for the ride. And if you have a question about a specific one, send us a message. Yeah, and, and, and I would be careful it. with like what, you, what you're what you getting in your pre-workout. Like the ones with like beta alanine will give you like a feeling like, I, I don't take these, Jonathan used to, but like that your skin is itching, that your head is itching and stuff like that. So definitely like... Be careful with this, with these type of things. If you've never used one or actually, you know, read the ingredients list and know exactly what you're getting. Yeah. Try just try a sample if you can, before you buy the whole container. I recommend the Ascent brand pre-workout. They make a protein powder and a pre-workout and you can even get them at Whole Foods, maybe Mm -hmm. even some other grocery stores now, but that's the one I love. Flavors are great. It doesn't make you feel weird. It's got a few grams of carbs in there too, Mm -hmm. to give you a little bit more energy also. I like that one too. Honestly, like. I don't like paint. I think it's too expensive. So that's one of the reasons I don't use it. I I'm, I'm, I'm cheap. It's like, it's like $34 it's like, for it's the like bag. It's like three bucks a serving, something like that. I, I calculated mm-hmm. it out. And it's just getting more expensive every time we buy it, it seems like. All right. Oh. We're, we're spent way too long on this one. Let's move on. Overrated or underrated intermittent fasting. You want me to take this yeah. one first? This is completely overrated. Anybody who has read any of our content or blogs or watched our Instagram stories, probably already knew I was going to say that. But just if you don't know what it is, intermittent fasting is just time-restricted eating. It's a You give yourself a window of hours during the day that you eat, and then you don't eat the other hours. So what this can do is make you under-eat calories for the whole day just because you spent less time eating. If you skip breakfast there might go like five, 600 calories that you normally would have had during the day. And if it does cause fat loss in somebody, it's because they weren't able to make up for those calories that they didn't eat during breakfast, during their feeding window. And they netted across the day, less calories than normal. So that's why if if it causes fat loss, it's because the restriction of time just caused you to eat less calories overall. And the reason I think it's overrated is because it's not necessary for fat loss. You could do the same thing just by reducing the number of calories Mm -hmm. you eat across the day. And because it's generally not a sustainable thing for somebody. So if they create a calorie deficit for an extended time and they lose fat with this strategy, but they can't maintain it and they go back to eating 
during all hours of the day, they're pretty quickly going to regain the weight that they lost and they mm -hmm. didn't learn anything about nutrition in the process. Um, you know, there's other, other discussions we could have about its benefits as far as like from a cognitive side and like a training side, but all in all for the general population, it's a completely overblown, um, overrated method of eating. Womp womp. <laughs> I agree. I, I, I mean, any of these things that are not sustainable to me are, are in the overrated category because of like what you said, you can have the best of intentions and think like I have, I have no plans for the next six months. I'm not going anywhere. I've got no vacations planned. So I'm going to dial this in and, and do intermittent fasting or whatever it yeah. is. And then, you know, something comes up, you get invited somewhere, yeah. you go on a weekend somewhere, it's somebody's birthday, all these little disruptions take you away from what you're doing and like you're not learning anything like you said in the process you're not actually learning a sustainable way to eat within a lifestyle and a yeah. lot and most people's lifestyle includes disruptions in their schedule going places Breakfast. going going <laughs> to restaurants getting invited places with people and all of these things get in the way of these yeah these these um plans with strict rules some people even take this to the extreme and do two days of fasting and then five days of eating Mm -hmm. per week. Whew. You imagine? I mean, yeah. I mean, I've heard people say they have good, you know, it takes it like you feel awful in the beginning of doing these type of things, but then they have a good outcome, but then, you know, you go somewhere and you can't, yeah, you, you check back with, with them it. a year later. Yeah. Are you still doing it? No, no. Couldn't, <laughs> couldn't maintain that. Yeah. yeah. I have a good article I wrote on the blog <clears throat> about this, about how to transition off of intermittent fasting. Mm -hmm. If you've ever been doing it, I will, put a link to that in the show notes. <clears throat> Just to recap for everybody listening. If you didn't know, if you don't know what show notes are, like <laughs> I used to, if you go to the page where you had, where your play button is, where you're listening to this and you scroll down, there's a bunch of text that we get to put in there. Those are the show notes. All right, moving on overrated or <clears throat> underrated a greens supplement. I would say overrated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah. Eat, eat real greens. Eat some real greens. Eat some real greens. I promise you that a greens supplement is not the answer. <laughs> if you're, you know, you're, if you need to lose a bunch of weight, if you're just trying to improve your health, I promise you just adding a green supplement isn't going to move the needle really for like all the reasons that I said earlier in the GMO foods thing. Like, why do we, why do we eat? greens in general we eat them for the micronutrients and for the fiber those should just be part of your regular diet a diverse diet full of five to seven servings of fruits and vegetables per day with a mixture of colors throughout that eaten consistently over the course of the month you're going to have all of your micronutrients mm -hmm. covered and you're going to get plenty of fiber between those and berries and the whole grains that you eat you know you don't get the same fiber benefit from a powdered supplement as you do from eating real food, both on like the nutritional aspect and on the like lifestyle perspective of like just dumping a powder in your food versus getting to chew it, get the water out of the fruits and vegetables, all that good stuff. The benefit is in eating real food. Now, if you absolutely cannot eat vegetables and you're micronutrient deficient because of the, and you have been like your doctor has said, you need to start getting these things in your diet, then use a greens supplement. But that's what it is. It's a supplement. Mm -hmm. Don't go straight for a supplement before you figure out if you can do it with regular mm -hmm. food. 
and we have a long article on supplements and I talk about green supplements as being a beneficial supplement. But for those reasons that I just said, if you've already tried the real route and you can't make it happen, you've given it a real try, a real try. That's what <laughs> I was going to say. A not real a, try. Not like not I tried a vegetable and I didn't like it. Like try some varieties of different vegetables and finds and fruits and find some that you like. Yeah. And as I'm, adults, we can eat vegetables. Yes. And then we're not talking about eating them raw either. Find ways to cook <laughs> yeah. them too. Yeah. You got to take some of the responsibility for making this happen. Mm -hmm. All right. Last one. Okay. Overrated or underrated? Boise, Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> I threw this one in. The, the Boise, client didn't Idaho. say this one. Oh, man. What do you think? <laughs> I mean, just to think of, like the average person who hears about Boise, Idaho. Well, okay. So just, I mean, I guess it depends on where you are from because I think that there's a lot of people that are moving to Idaho, Boise, Idaho right now, like crazy. So I think that it might, it could be overrated Ooh. because people are flocking there. I mean, you can't buy, can't buy a house there. It's I can't insane. get a sublet. <laughs> I can't get it. I can't get a but apartment. Nothing. Before we moved there, <laughs> I would say it was very underrated. I, Never, and, and all of the people that visited us, I would say probably would th have thought the same thing. Never would have thought Idaho would have been so cool. Would have been like such a good overall climate throughout the year. Would have been such a like cool and hip city. Would have had so many different things to do. Would have been such an easy city to live in. Like, you know, everything you want is in within 10 minutes of your reach. So I would definitely say underrated, but I think it's getting to that over overrated part because there is just like our people from like California, Washington, Oregon are just like flocking there. So if you're from those three States, you probably already know about Boise, yeah. Idaho and you're like, it's so overrated, but yeah, I guess I agree with all that overall. I would probably say it's still underrated mm -hmm. because there aren't, I mean, I have limited experience in living different places, but mm -hmm. I don't think there's a lot of places like that that have the mixture of climate, mm -hmm. all those things you said with lifestyle um, I think one fact about Boise that people don't think because my friends would text me and be like, aren't you freezing? It, it gets pretty darn hot in the summer. Like I'm talking well into the nineties, like over a hundred. Like, yeah. And then like you're, you know, you're, we were doing like, we were riding a stand up paddleboard and my friend was like, aren't you freezing? And I'm like, no, it's like <laughs> 98 degrees outside, you know? So it, it snows and it gets well over the nineties yeah. there. So that, I think that is one of those things that makes it a pretty unique place yeah they definitely get so all hot. the seasons yeah it's just that the cold season is so much longer <laughs> than the other seasons i was just thinking about that today because i like i had to go out today and i'm wearing a long sleeve still because it was you know it's still like in the 50s here in texas even and like i'm like it's when is it ever? i mean i don't you know once it gets hot here it is hot but it's just like it's still fairly chilly and it's i feel like i've been chilly for like a so year. long now, but, but I think it's because we just moved from Boise where it got cold. Like, yeah. I don't even know when it got, it gets cold, like September. So it's been cold since September for me, yeah. you know, anyway. true. That's a good point. We like <laughs> so, to, we like to keep y'all rest of the weather wherever we are. You already know that from previous episodes. Speaking of the weather, we had a very scary, yeah. Oh, this is another cool fact about Boise that makes it very underrated. <laughs> Never thunders or lightnings there. Like, I mean, if it, it's a very rare thing. And, and, um, there was just the craziest thunder and like lightning storm here. And I was like, I don't miss this. Last night she's talking yeah, about, I do not miss lightning and thunderstorms because we went a whole like two years without having seen or heard thunder. Yeah. We probably lost a good hour and a half of sleep mm -hmm. last night to that nonsense. Yeah. 
we had to go sleep on the couch. Well, they were like, there was like, they kept, you know, I was watching, I was like watching the weather on my phone and it was saying that there was like spiraling winds and there actually was a tornado mm. in a city near here. So, I mean, it was. We got away from the windows. Yeah. It, it was some, it was lightning like I've never seen before. It was crazy. I mean, it was just like I was looking constant out, lightning. I thought there was a light fixture on the outside of the house that yeah. was shorted because it was fla- just constantly flashing. Usually lightning is like a, you know, one flash and then you hear the thunder and then that's it. It was just like, the sky was like, it was like daytime. It was just like lightning constantly. Mm-hmm. I don't know what kind of lightning that is, but. Well, we'll look I it up. I didn't we'll, like it. Y'all stay tuned next week. We're going to do some <laughs> lightning <laughs> research. We'll lead the show with it. Gosh. All right, so that wraps up this episode of Overrated and Underrated. I really enjoyed that. I hope you guys did too. Can we look up if uh, Monster's owned by the Coca-Cola company? And yeah. I'll yeah. report that back. Report that back. So next week, Lightning <laughs> and Monster. Stay tuned for that. Um, real quick on the announcement front, if you're listening to this on the day that it comes out, Wednesday the something or other. 24th. The 24th. Um Registration for the April group of Digital Barbell Body and Digital Barbell Built with Dumbbells opens to our email subscribers on Saturday. Again, both groups are limited to 10 people per month, so email subscribers get first crack at it, and they also get a discount. I'll put a link in the show notes to how you can make sure you're signed up for that. Regular registration opens to the general public on Monday. I mean... The results people are getting in these programs is just ridiculous. Like, especially the people who are interactive and just really take Mm -hmm. advantage of the energy that Blakely pours into the coaching and the ones who take advantage of the free month of nutrition coaching. It's ridiculous. I remember, um, I'll even say her name. Uh, what is (laughs) Rachel, Rachel messaged me after just two weeks of her first month of body that she started in this Mm last round. And she's like, I don't, I should have saved the quote, but she's like, I cannot believe how much better I feel after just two weeks of, you know, dedicating this process. I mean, two two weeks is a quick turnaround Mm -hmm. to really start seeing the feel a difference. Yeah. Yeah. So that's great. And it's, it's the hard work that she's been putting in. Yeah. Yeah. She's killing it on both sides, Mm -hmm. honestly. And a lot of people are. So, um, we would love to have you, like I said, only 10 people per month. So we'd love for y'all to jump in if you, um, if it sounds interesting to you. And by saying interactive, for those of you that are in these programs, what he means is just like continuing to like input your results, continuing to send videos. Like I, you know, require video check-ins every so often, but then like I leave it up to you guys, but I, the more videos you send in, the better I can help coach you. I'm not going to say every time you work out, you have to video your entire workout and send it to me, but just, you know, regular check-ins, like send me your squats every once in a while, send me your RDLs, whatever, whatever movements you're conditioning. Yeah. Send me your conditioning so I can make sure that intensity looks right, you know, and, and, you know, I'll need to drop reminders every once in a while to, to let people know this, but that's the, really the way to get the most out of this and, 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 and entering your results and looking back at your results each time you work out to make sure that you are increasing. Yep. Those are all the ways to get the most out of these programs. Use that exercise history button in, in your true coach app. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, this was a fun episode. Maybe yeah. we'll do it again <laughs> in the not so distant future. Thank you guys for listening and we'll check you out on the next episode. All right. Thank you all for listening. We truly appreciate it. But real quick, before we go, do us a personal favor and subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a five-star review and be sure and follow us on Instagram and Facebook for the latest and greatest content. 
If you're interested in working with Blakely and I, we have a few different ways we can help. We offer one-on-one nutrition coaching, 100% custom workout programs based on your goals, and we offer both a 12-week barbell strength building program called Built, as well as a 12-week full-body fitness program that can be done at home. We call it Body. Get all the details and reach out to us through the website at digitalbarbell.com. Have a great day.